Welcome back to Rude Dude. I am your host, George Kittle, with my esteemed colleague and ex-quarterback, James Richard Garoppolo, a.k.a. Jimmy G. Jimmy, how are you? Dude, don't ever put me in the fucking Jimmy G category, dude. I mean, I think I'm a little bit better than that, for Christ's sake. What are we talking about? Well, you know, I had to be a 49er. I had to think of a Raider for you, you know, James G. Ladies love James G. That's true, actually, dude. I mean, I guess that's a compliment, pal. You you think I look like Jimmy G. That's good, dude. That's good. We can keep that up. I mean, if you're thinking about Jimmy G, the ladies' man, it's a compliment. If you're thinking about Jimmy G, the quarterback... Not so much. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I, I am a fan of the the Las Vegas Patriots. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. Well, I had to rock out my boy George Kittle because we are recording on a Thursday, and uh, my boys are about to just absolutely have their way with the New York Football Giants. So, we're pretty amped up on that. How are you, buddy? You know what, dude? I'm doing I'm doing good today, bro. I'm I'm sitting here. Ooh. I'm sitting here chilling. Um, hasn't been that bad of a day. Um, recent developments, um, quick little check-in with me. Um, I decided, okay. I decided that I was going to finally take the step to quit chewing tobacco. Um, wow. Yeah, dude. So, so thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. Um, so th- don't get too excited because I have a fucking... So you're hating life and furious right now. <laughs> dude, dude. Um, I have like uh, three zins in my mouth, so I haven't like fully quit nicotine, right? But I'm just getting the act of gotcha. I'm getting the act of like not buying cans, right? So it's been forty. 40- I think that's better though. Oh, it is zins be- definitely better. Well, it is better, dude. Can you get mouth cancer from? No, it's just nicotine. So that's the thing. Like, so I'm okay. I'm detoxing currently from all the rat poison that I've had in my body. Um, I feel like mm. complete shit. Um. And so I'm good and bad at the same time, dude. How are you doing? Well, it's going to get better. It's going to get worse before it gets better, but uh, it's a good move. And I'm, I'm very proud of you for that. I'm very happy. Thanks, dude. Um, I am doing well. I just had something. Uh, I've been driving for work, you know, how that goes. And, um, I just received my, uh, my framed, signed Frank Gore jersey in the mail, which you are not super stoked on because you are a 49er hater, but I am super stoked on for the pod cave slash man cave uh, extreme high vibe situation. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I had something else, but yeah, uh, I mean, overall I'm good. Oh, yeah, I'm going to Healing Appalachia this weekend, which you were supposed to attend with me, but you are not. Because you're lame. I know, dude, I know. But I'm super stoked for that, so um, I'm going to go down there. It's like, uh, for those who don't know, it is a music festival down here, and it is um, recovery-based. We we talk... 
I forget. It, it's uh, some of the proceeds go to, you know what? I'm talking out of my ass. I don't really know. It's, it is based around recovery. Tyler Childers headlines. He did it last year. He doesn't do any of his songs about drinking or using. Um, last year it was hosted by someone in recovery, like the MC, um, benefits proceeds go towards whatever, uh, it's a really cool thing, and there was like a booth uh, with Narcan where they were giving out swag bags with Narcan in them and stuff. Um, it's a really cool thing, and I'm really excited to go. A bunch of my friends are there. Jacob's Ladder people are going to be working it, um, and a lot of actually a lot of my friends through different avenues are volunteering, myself included. Uh, so, dude, it's really fucking exciting, and you know, you get to see Tyler Childers and a bunch of other people. And for the free free. So, I mean, what's better than that? Yeah, dude, that's a win, bro. And I am disappointed I couldn't make it out. It was just, it just kind of popped up and then it was like, fuck, like I just couldn't make it happen. Um, Tyler Childers is fantastic. Um, he doesn't even sing Nose to the Grindstone because he talks about pills and that when, he, when he's at that festival. I think that he didn't last year on purpose. Yeah, yeah that makes yes. that makes sense, dude. That makes sense. That's going to be good, though, dude. And that means rude, dude. Because Tyler Childers is sober. Yeah, yeah. Rude Dude is going to be on the scene. You're going to be out there live and direct. And I will be reporting live to, not you, but, uh, no, well, dude. to you via text, but not to the fans. But I'll report back next week. I do have a question. Is is fucking uh, Phil Collins and the Night Sweats going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> Just to make Kristen hate you a little more. Oh, Kristen Just loves me. Just salt that wound, baby. Uh, that, what, what are friends for, dude? What are friends for? Well, all right, dude. All right, my man. Do do you have a uh, do you have a a friend nearby? Well, dude, I have more than a friend, dude. Um, this week is a cool Ooh. episode, man. I have a. My uh, my younger brother Justin over here with me. He's sitting over here. Um, we have you should see our setup. It's great. I got like a little kids table. Um, we're sitting on chairs in a very uncomfortable position. Um, we both have one AirPod in our ears. It's fucking fantastic. Um, Is it like the Keith Lee setup on TikTok? <laughs> so, dude, I don't know the. I don't know what it is, but just know that our backs are going to be fucking killing us by the time this is over with. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, my, my brother Justin's here. Um, he's going to kind of give us a little uh, insight on what it was like to grow up with me and, and even you, Henry. You're involved in this story. We've been friends for a long time. Um, and uh, what What's it- up, Justin? <laughs> what up? What up? There he is. Hey, there he is. Yeah, dude. So, so he's gonna come through, and um, and we'll and we'll get started. So, yeah, dude. Uh, hey, Justin. Uh, introduce yourself, and uh, how you doing today, bro? Good. Hey, I just want to say thanks for having me on, guys. I'm super stoked. Uh, it's it's been a long time waiting for it, but uh, you know it's all good. You got to get through the 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 good stories before you get to the shitty ones. So, uh, but no, I'm just here. Uh, happy happy to be here. Uh, y'all tell 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 a little story about myself. I'm born and raised here in Fair Oaks, California. Um, just like my brother here, obviously, kind of like the same story. Um, Obviously, grew up a pretty radical life, uh, doing fun stuff, playing sports. Obviously, baseball my whole life was really deep into that one, really serious pitching and stuff like that. And let then, me, let me let me interject here. Justin was a fantastic baseball player. Um, Justin, oh, I thought you were gonna shit on him. <laughs> well, well, I am, dude. Um, Justin, Justin had lots of things going on. Now, now, this episode is if I if I wasn't his older brother, I I wouldn't do this. But this is a prime example of how the devil's lettuce 
ruined his talents. Justin, do you have anything to say about how the devil's lettuce stopped you from making it to the bigs? I'll give I'll give it a <laughs> I won't give it a hundred percent that it was the the true the true breakdown of my existence of baseball, but uh, it was definitely a heavy part of it. But um, just having an issue with school my whole life, I had a auditory processing disorder, so I had heavy Adderall uh, influence my whole life, you know, and Ritalin and stuff. So growing up was not the easiest for me in school. So school in general wasn't easy for me. So um, getting into high school where grades actually made you not be able to play a sport kind of made it a little rough for me, um, mm. considering that wasn't a thing when I played baseball my whole life. So that kind of really fucked with me a little bit mentally. So I think uh, trying to get away from not being able to play, I went and smoked weed because of that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it, it was neither here or there to get uh, beside that point. You know, uh, yeah, baseball was a big thing in my life, and then uh, graduated, and then we got into music. Uh, me and my brother and uh, our good buddy Michael, obviously producer. Um, and went from there, you know, um, shout out Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, shout to out man. Michael. And we were, we were using the devil's lettuce to, uh, <laughs> cope with some feelings that we had. I'm hearing that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, we thought they were coping the feelings, you know, but, uh, you know, at the time they did, uh, they definitely did help uh, numb the thought of not being able to play sports and enjoy that fun shit that I, you know, love to do. But I got to play adult leagues after uh, after graduation, you know, and I did that for a couple of years until just it got too much to do. And then life in general just got a little crazy. But I mean, fuck growing up with you guys, like even that, like if we go back a couple 10 years, you know, before graduation, I kind of grew up a little fast with, you know, having an older brother about three and a half years older than me and all you guys, uh, you know, fuck, dude, it was, I was partying right next to you guys at a super young age, like 13, 14, and that kind of spiked up a little, uh, you know, craziness in my life because then I felt when I got 16, 17, I was partying like i was already doing it for five seven years you know and it it kind of because you were (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so 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 actually dude here here's the fun thing about doing this podcast right is now i actually just have a random wave of guilt like 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 dude like 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 henry is is that my fault like do you get what i'm saying here (laughs) yeah it's your fault Okay. We we ruined your brother just like we ruined uh, Gorman's brother. Shout out Gorman. <laughs> That's true. In Austin, um, but yeah, I think. Uh, and honestly, I mean, I drank the first time with my sister when I was in going like set between seventh and eighth grade, I think. Um, yeah. And I don't shit now. I feel bad. I mean, it's it's not her fault. I don't want to put it like that. But you know, these things happen, and I think having an older sibling is like a little bit of a cheat code of like, oh, you get to hang out with the older people and like like he said, do stuff a little bit earlier and you look up to this person and they're doing that, so you want to do that. Um, is that kind of how you felt, Justin? Oh, 100%, man. I mean, it was the hanging out with all you guys too. It was like that. I mean, who doesn't want, as a little brother, who doesn't want to hang out with the, the older crew, you know what I mean, and rip around right. and, and smoke libs and act like you're fucking 17 and, you know, and, and, uh, and try to get girls and, you know, just trying to live this fast life that was not even close to where I should have been at that time. Um, but I can't, I, yeah. I don't want to, um, blame anybody or point fingers because 
those are my decisions and choices. It's not like my brother put the cigarette in my mouth or the, you know, the bottle or the bong or anything. It was, that was 100% no. my decision. I mean, it was, <laughs> I can't say. Yeah, yeah. probably did once I, or twice. Maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> snuff, maybe snuff on the side of the yard, you know. <laughs> Eddie Clement, you know. Uh, those good old days, man. We could be back in the side yard. I mean, yeah, it was good times, but uh, it definitely didn't, um, it definitely didn't help in the, in the longer run for me, you know. Uh, so in conclusion, Cameron, you're a piece of shit. Yes, yes, yes. And and, and and it's taken me it's taken me this long to finally realize it, pal. Um yeah, dude. Dude hey, he, I'm sorry. Go he, ahead. He may he may or may have not had me steal cartons of cigarettes from my, my neighbor's cars back in the day. Dude. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Dude, dude, I'm telling you, dude. Um, there, there's millions of stories between, between me and me and Justin, right? Or Justin and I, shall I say, um, it's, it's, it's funny to hear that type of shit, right? Because like that, that phase of your life just goes by so fast, right? Like, like when you think about that time and like, and, and even you, Justin, like, uh, you know, 15 to 18, like how quick did that go by? And especially when we were just like, you know, smoking and drinking the whole time, you know what I mean, dude? Yeah. I mean, I mean, just crazy shit. So, so now we'll get to, I mean, Justin, unless you want to kind of delve into kind of any more about yourself, you don't have to. Um, at what point, because um, kind of the, the point of this is, is to kind of get your perspective on, on what it was like to see me kind of go down the darker side. You know, we were having fun and then it stopped. You watched me stop having fun. Um, at what point... Um, did you start to notice maybe that um, I was going a little too hard? So, uh, if I could get years right here, I mean, I'd probably be wrong on the years, but, I mean, I want to say 2015, 2016, probably 2015 around when my uh, our grandpa died. Um, he was still fun to drink with. You were still fun to drink with, but it was definitely a... Hey <laughs> you know what we thought was fun um but uh, you had this jekyll and hyde moment to where i could tell just looking in your eyes or your voice or your mannerism that you immediately turned into this just fucking evil asshole that couldn't be stopped and uh it it was pretty crazy to see you know what i mean because you thought it's like oh dude we're still just having fun we're still having fun and then it just turns into that kind of uh deep deep shock of like shit you know this is kind of not going to be any better and it and it didn't get better from those years on you know so i think was this like a period of time or were you saying there was like one specific moment no definitely definitely a period of time cuz this is this is when we were just getting like done with the bands and stuff like that we were probably just about a year out of like the music and stuff and the and probably coming at the end of the band stuff we were uh we were really I mean we were all drinking heavily but Cameron was obviously drinking heavier than us and it was noticeable and it it just kept getting worse and worse and then after his first girlfriend that he had or the second girlfriend that he had at the time that that just kept getting worse and worse after the breakup and then um they just it, yeah it just kept spiraling down after that and I have a I have a question I have to interject here when you say um, evilness and couldn't be stopped. What do you What do you mean couldn't be stopped? You, no, 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 no. I'm I'm just I'm just intrigued. Like, what do you mean couldn't be stopped? 
Like if 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 I had <laughs> if if we were standing on a balcony, I had the last beer and there was ten sips left in it. You were crumpling that out of my hand, like a fucking like a bum searching for a hot dog off the ground, dude. Like yeah, it was it was is it, it was the the things that you would do to get that last drink are just the your you weren't a nice person when you got in your later years. Yeah. Uh, so for anybody listening to this, if you don't know me, my name is Cameron and I am an alcoholic. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you know, it's so funny, though, because I immediately was like teleported to, well, first of all, like me and my boy um, Shane or uh, whoever was at the party with me, it's three o'clock in the morning, everyone's passed out, probably me and you, we're walking around drinking warm fallen soldiers, just whatever we can find that's left because, and like, Dude, the fear and anxiety I would feel if it was after two o'clock and we were out of liquor and I knew I couldn't get any more, um, or like there was a little bit left and it's like that's fucking mine. That is mine. I need more. You don't need that. I need that more than you. Like I one hundred percent. Like I don't. I don't think people understand. And this is probably the difference between you know an, an alcoholic and a normie, as we call them. Like the desperation and the like the like anxiety and fear of like oh my god we're we don't have any more alcohol and we can't buy anymore like that feeling I can fucking feel it right now man and that like that's what makes me an addict because I think most people are like oh we're out of booze we'll go to bed you know like and that's not that's not how we work no, dude, and and you're fucking right about that, dude. And 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 it's, this episode's cool because it's kind of like bringing up a lot of these like weird emotions, right? Like, I know exactly what you're talking about, right? Like, what do you mean we're out of alcohol? Like, you know what I mean, dude? And then like, like the angst. Who the fuck drank the last beer? Yeah, dude. There was six in there last time I checked. Yeah, dude. And then like, and then you're just cr- like frantically searching the house to try to find some fucking alcohol so you can maintain that fucking buzz, dude. That, that, I did that multiple times, dude. Like, I mean. Or you're like driving 90 miles per hour to the store at 1.57 a.m. Yeah, dude, this, just being a grade A citizen. Yeah, dude, that shit is crazy. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, Justin, I think, I think you're off a little bit on those years, but yeah, that, I'm that's, that's not a big deal. 2015, um, that was, that was closer towards like the tail end. Um, I got sober in 2018. Um, but listen, bud, we don't fucking remember dates. <laughs> that's here. true. That's true, dude. Um, so, so I guess Henry, do you have a question for Justin? Um, wow, just uh, put me on the spot. Yeah. <clears throat> so you went. There was a time you went from oh, this is fun partying with my brother to like. I was also wondering actually when you say could not be stopped to where it was. Was it because I think this was a thing? I know this was a thing with me, but it's like, oh, I can't even talk to him about this because this is just what the fuck he's doing. And if I say anything, like it's not gonna go well. Like, is that kind of was that kind of the vibe as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, in the last like year, like maybe six months, um, mainly like probably the last year of his, like before he got sober, um. Yeah, fuck, dude. I didn't. There was times where I wouldn't talk to him for like a month, month and a half, and then because I knew what he was doing, I knew I knew the whole time that he wasn't working, but uh, everybody else wanted oh, to believe shit. that he was working, but I fucking knew, and 
and I called him out. He didn't want to fucking listen. So, uh, and because he didn't want to listen because he knew I was right, you know? Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there was, oh, dude, there would be so many fucking times I would follow him around and find him at certain fucking parts when he was supposed to be working, you know? And uh, I'd call him out. But I knew it wasn't going to get me anywhere, you know? Uh, but that's just being the, the little brother, um, I guess, trying to just help. But the the problem with any, like, addiction, you can't force somebody to get sober. So um, right. it's definitely, <laughs> it was harder to just kind of let go. Uh, yeah. Let me let me let me put some context to this. So now I'm now I'm even more in my emotions. Um, I just got like all these vivid things, and, and good. you know, yeah, dude. Well, it it feels good, right? Um, it helps me heal. Um, the uh, the pain that I kind of put him through, you know, you this is this is an eye opening experience for me because it shows how selfish I was, right? Um, yes. um, it shows how fucking selfish and fucking just self centered. And it didn't matter to anybody about anything. Um, I remember, dude. I would, I would, I would go and I'd hide down at this spot by the river. And Justin knew that I would hide there, right? Um, and 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 Justin would find me every time. Um, this, so this is just like a, these are just these funny stories, right? And I'd be I'd be driving out of the 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 river parking lot, and he'd be pulling down looking for me because he'd been calling my phone nine hundred times, and then I'd been blocking the fucking calls <laughs> fucking every single time. Um, and he'd finally and he'd finally find me. And I think I think, dude, um, the thing that kind of breaks my heart when I hear that type of shit is, um, you know, that does damage to people. And I'm I'm sorry, Justin, um, because because you know. When I hear it now, um, I didn't mean to hurt anybody, right? I was just sick. Um, but 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 you know, you can hear it in in his own voice when he talks about this shit. It's like the uh, the pain and the anguish and the anxiety that I was causing, right? And the chaos that we are when we're in active addiction. And you know what I mean, dude? Yeah, I'm <clears throat> man. We're doing we're doing all the flashbacks this episode because. Oh, there is there are few things more sad than hiding in your vehicle or at a park or somewhere from your family and loved ones because yep. you're supposed to be somewhere and you don't want to run into anyone you know and you certainly don't want your fucking little brother or anyone else finding you and you're just hiding somewhere because you're not allowed to be anywhere because you know you shouldn't fucking be doing what you're doing and oh god the misery of that the sadness the loneliness the the disgustingness of that feeling like i i can just feel it i'm i'm hiding somewhere in a parking lot from all my friends and family drinking Ugh. Uh, man yeah dude. and it's not it's not you know that we have this like I don't know what you people want to argue about the semantics of calling it a disease or or whatever but I can tell you our brain and it just works differently and we're not sitting there going fuck my family I hate everyone I want everyone to feel like shit it is a selfish disease and we don't realize while we're in it how badly we're hurting people um 
but it, it, it that's never the intention. It's just because it are we that's all we want to do, and and we're stuck in a cycle that we can't get out of, and we frankly don't care about the collateral damage because we don't fucking care about anything except you know our drug of choice. And man, this is yeah, we're get, getting in there, getting in there, dude. A little heavy, right? Um, I think I think that's a great fucking point, dude. Um, you you hit it right on the head, and I, and I think it's something that I want to talk to, and we'll go back to Justin. Um, is that the idea that somebody in active addiction doesn't care about their family is the the farthest thing from the truth? Um, yeah, I, dude, I dude, I loved, I love my family, I loved my family, but but at that point in my life, um, the most important thing was me sustaining my intoxication. Um, and 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 you can say, yeah, like you said, with the disease and, and all that, I always just refer to, I, I was sick, I was sick. Um, I, it, it's something almost akin to if you, if people have trouble calling it a disease or saying that you're sick or anything like that, it, the best way to put it is like you, you literally are like possessed by a demon that, that just like tells you to, to, to continue drinking and, 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 and fuck everybody else. Cause that's all, that's all, that's all that matters when you're in that moment. Um, at least yeah, from my and, experience. And if, if, if you don't think it's a disease, then you all would clearly wake up at 6.30 a.m. and take four shots of vodka before going to work, right? Yeah. Our brains are the same. Yeah, would yeah. Would you do that? And then stop by the liquor store on your way to work before you went and climbed on a roof and played with hot electrical? You would do that, right? I mean, our brains are wired the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're not so different, you and I, right? I mean, that, 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 there you go, dude. I mean, what the fuck are we talking about here? So I'll go back to Justin. Um, so we've so we've, yes. well, we, So we've gone back to chasing around and finding me um after after all that um what let's not let's not skip through that what were you hoping to achieve justin like what was your yeah, there we go. When, when you found That's him like what question. what 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 was going through your head what were you feeling and and what was like the goal uh you know i mean obviously the the goal was hoping to have him just be like fuck it yeah i'm i'm a piece of shit let me get sober you know um but it didn't it never occurred to me because it's my brother you know um i couldn't ever like tell myself that you know he's gonna do it by himself like i felt like it it was one of those things i had to force but i was never forced with him you know like we knew he was drinking i'd just be mad at him and i would be really kind of standoffish with him um but i mean there was really I, that's a hard one to answer because i i only hope for him to say i'm fucking done but i knew it would never happen it was just one of those things i it was burned into my brain from a younger age of like fuck when you guys were partying and he would be driving around and you guys would be fucking drinking and shit and i didn't know fuck he'd come home at like two or three o'clock in the morning sometimes dude you know what i mean and plastered plastered drunk like not even walking and i'd see the car out there you know and that shit kind of was an early start of i would stay up all night on you know fucking school days for me freaking out about him fucking killing himself or other people or you know so it was a, a early start of uh like anxiety for me you know what i mean so ooh, that is heavy man because we always think about <clears throat> our parents doing that of course but uh to hear about your brother i i mean i know for a fact that my sister felt the same way that that's heavy man what do you th- how, how do you feel now cam 
<laughs> well, <laughs> we're, we're right back to where I was. I think every time he gets off the mic, I'm going to come back here and say, wow, man. Um, you know, it's true, though. Everything he's saying is true. And, and, and this is a conversation that, um, you know, this ties into the amends episode, right? Um, this is a conversation that Justin and I have had face-to-face, um, um, yeah. you know, years back. Um, but, but when we bring these things up, it's, it's a good reminder for me, right? Cause, yes. um, because I, cause you even said it in the first episode, right? Like, like, it's like, I need to hear this type of shit so that I don't forget, um, who I was and, and who is still inside of me. Um, cause that is one decision away. That is all w- that is one decision away. One decision away. One bad day, one, one fuck it. And, and I, and I'm teleported right back to that person. And, and, and I got, and then I got my brother searching around for me, my wife searching around for me and God knows what happens with that scenario. Um, so, so, you know, that, um, you know, it hurts, but it hurts in a good way, dude, because then I can flip it on its head, which is things that I've learned in recovery is I now have an impending sense of gratitude in my heart. Right. Um, but, but the damage is done in those scenarios, right? Um, sometimes that stuff's irreversible. Um, and, and I guess, um, you know, because I still see this behavior in Justin. The reason I say that I still see this behavior in Justin, um, today, and this isn't me putting you on blast, right, Justin, but, but it's something, it's something that I've noticed. Um, if, if I don't answer the phone, um, once or twice, Justin will actually like consistently call you to make sure that you're okay. And I think that my drinking actually had something to do with that, right? Like the anxiety of, I don't know if he's okay. pathways we talk about. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's okay. And now it's transformed into a new anxiety with everybody else, right? Like if he can't get a hold of my mom, he thinks that there's something wrong with my mom, right? Like, like she might've gotten a car accident or something like that. And I have a feeling that it, that it might've stemmed from that, Justin. Is that, is that, is that a, is that a far-fetched idea or, or do you think that that might be the source? And I'm not trying to get into fucking anxiety loops and, and neural pathways, but, but I think that I have something to do with that. Um, and it makes me feel really sad that it, that I was. <laughs> um, Why don't you let him answer the goddamn question? Cameron? I'm terrible at it, dude. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely something that stems from it. Um, I mean that, and obviously, I mean, just to admit it now, I'm, my name's Justin Davis and I'm an alcoholic, um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not a, uh, hey. I, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm an alcoholic that is, uh, struggling with recovery, trying to recover as much as I can. And obviously, uh, need to not try to, uh, white knuckle it so but to not get off topic um yeah uh, that with anxiety and um it, it stems from that for sure yeah definitely it with my wife just kids if i can't get a hold of her that's why i love that damn life 360 app man that thing fucking saves my ass because i can kind of see you know where where everybody's at but it definitely helps um when uh i'm not drinking with anxiety that's a big thing that i don't freak out much but the younger days definitely did not help um, with Cameron's drinking and uh, drinking and driving and never knowing and him ignoring my fucking five million phone calls that I would call every fucking day and night. So, but it's all good, man. I don't hold this as a grudge at all. Um, it's if anything, it's better that you know what we're here now and we're able to have this podcast and then he's sober. You know, it's I think that's the raddest thing about all this, especially with you too. You know what I mean? So it's a. Uh, 
I definitely, if you had asked me, what, five years ago, if this would have been what was happening, I definitely would have said a big fuck no. So, um, it's, um, that's interesting that you mentioned the ang- that your anxiety is better when um, when you're not drinking because my girlfriend does not drink very often at all anymore. Um, I don't think she drank a ton before me, but now she really doesn't. And we went to the WVU pit game last Saturday. Uh, hashtag eat shit pit, um, and she she drank with her friends. Um, and the next day, she calls it anxiety. Yep. She's like, I don't even, it's not even so much like feeling sick. It's that I have this like uncomfortable feeling that something's wrong and I feel like I should be doing something, but I can't and I don't want to and I'm tired and like all this like feeling of just anxiety is what she calls it. And so are you kind of, you feel like you have the same experience with that, Justin, when you now that you've you know ha- had a little bit of pieces of sobriety and then going back to it, oh, definitely, hundred percent, man. I mean, yeah, the the little sprees of of the sobriety I've done and you know in between drinking and not drinking has been obviously you live on that cloud that everybody calls it for a while and then it's it's like unbelievable the energy and the 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 smart you know the the way you're just straight and on everything it feels so amazing and then once you get off it fucking sucks and then yeah the anxiety and then i obviously have super bad anxiety about like health and stuff like that like i always afraid of death so like my biggest anxiety plus that so it doesn't help that when you drink you obviously if you drink excessively you always feel like fucking shit so if i have anxiety of health and always dying and then i drink all the time so i'm always thinking that i'm fucking dying so it doesn't really i'm stacking two things on each other that should never be stacked and uh yeah it doesn't i don't i don't make it easy on myself i'm my own worst enemy sometimes for sure i am worried about my health i think i'll pound this fifth of jack daniels and drink 12 coors lights (laughs) dude dude isn't that isn't that how it works though and 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 i can relate to that man like dude that uh I, I'm still in. Oh, it. you fuckers are definitely related. Oh, guaranteed, bro. Guaranteed, bro. This is this has been this has been handed down from generation to generation. Um, it a the uh, the anxiety, man. Like the, there's another moment of gratitude. Um, you can miss me with that, bro. Um, and see, and see, this is why you know Kristen is a normie because I refuse to feel that um, for for years. Um, because fuck that shit, dude, like waking up and just that impending sense of doom and you feel like shit and everything. Well, I know how to fix that. I know how to make that go away. And, and that's how I was drunk for years upon years. Um, (laughs) so, so Justin, um, and I mean that too, like, like, like that was like my, 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 one of my main motivating factors was I didn't want to feel like that. Um, so, uh, making that, make that go away now. Um, and that meant, never let them see you sober. That's right, dude. That's right. So I'm not, I'm not dealing with hang- anxiety. What the fuck is that, dude? I'm not doing it. Um, so, um, when I finally got, um, sober, Justin, um, I like to think that maybe there was a relief. Did you believe that I was going to stay sober? Um, did you, or were you just kind of taking it one day at a time? We, did you have like trepidations or anything like that? Uh, definitely the first year, uh, I mean, it was, I was very skeptical, you know, uh, you were just on edge a lot just because, I mean, it's pretty understanding you were, you know, trying to become sober of, you know, 
what 10 15 years of excessive drinking and it it was noticeable and then i had gotten you a job with me doing uh plumbing work so we were working together which you were still very uh a lot of anxiety and still trying to not uh think about drinking and you were doing good but it was still still definitely sometimes and uh that i knew that uh it was going to be harder days than others um but no, I I knew after like mainly the first year, I feel like it, I could definitely tell the changes. You're, you the way we have conversations, and you're way more spry and like actually wanting to have conversations and actually hang out and uh you know kind of be that older brother again. Um, yeah, it's it was definitely I think definitely after a year I could see the change, and then after that it just kind of flowed like a river. You know, after that just uh, kind of kept going smooth, and here we are. You know. Yeah, man. Um, it's been a, uh, it's been cool, dude. Because I feel like I feel like a level of that anxiety, um, at least worrying about me, has gone away, right? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's uh, that that makes a lot of less stress off my life, and uh, not thinking about you and being drunk and being a fucking madman and possibly killing somebody yourself or just being a drunk asshole so <laughs> a lot of things i well, don't miss let's tie this together and uh bring it around and put a little bow on it because we started uh by making cameron feel like a big old piece of shit <laughs> but check this out <laughs> first you were he looked up to you and the um the behavior you modeled was that of a partying, raging alcoholic, and then not so much partying and just being a straight alcoholic. But now, today, since we like to find some gratitude, the person you are modeling is someone who is in recovery and changed their life and doing better. And um, how fucking cool is that? Yeah, you know what, dude, and and that's a great way to to kind of tie it all together, right? Um, because yeah, it started like out, the living amends we talk about. Exactly, dude. Exactly, and 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 it brings warmth to my heart. Um, because you know what, dude, it's true, right? Like when I was young and I was a teenager, um, I, I dude, I was just trying to you know go smoke weed and drink beers with my friends and try to get laid, dude, like like every other kid in that age, right? Warm like, Coors Light out of the trunk of the folk. Yeah, dude, it didn't matter, dude. I was trying to listen I was trying to listen to fucking Little John and the East Side Boys at the old spaghetti factory <laughs> yes. while smoking blunts, dude. Um, um yes. Yeah, and, and me dude, I would dude, I wish dude, I wish people could see that. Do you remember that, Henry? Fuck, that was awesome. Um that if I could be teleported back in time to one place it would be sitting in the focus in the parking lot of the spaghetti factory <laughs> with the, the subwoofer slapping Lil John. Dude, <laughs> dude, real N-word roll call, dude. We were slapping that dude. I think we I think we had some of the fellow hostesses out there like dancing with us and On shit, dude. We were pimps. <laughs> oh, dude, but 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 yeah, dude. So then and then it like you said, you know, it transformed. Um and then and then I got clean and uh, and here we are and now I get to be um, the person I was always supposed to be and I get to be the role model of of you know here's here's what the older brother does right like like I take care of my shit um, I own my house I'm honest um, I I I I have a family with two kids you know I go to work. Um, I don't need. I don't actually yeah. go to work yes, I instead actually, of pretending. Exactly, dude. And I have a. I have, you know, 
I don't need people calling to worry about where I'm at anymore, right? Like, like those, those are, those are all the blessings. Um, and it's cool to see that. Um, you know, I, I, I anticipated this would be heavy, right? And this, this episode could go really long because I've, I've done a lot of, um, fucked up shit, um, to Justin. Um, but, but making those living amends by being who I am today, it makes it okay. Right. And, 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 um, you know, making the amends to him when, when I was getting, so when I was first getting sober also, um, helped me get through that as well. This episode of the Rude Dude Pod is brought to you by our good friends over at Fair Oaks Arborist. Do you have a tree leaning a little too far or maybe a little too close to your house? Worry no more. Our friends over at Fair Oaks Arborist have you covered. They cover all aspects of hazard tree removal from directional felling to technical rigging and more. They do it all. Trimming or pruning issues? You guessed it, they cover that too. Whether it's to make that eyesore of a tree more aesthetically pleasing or simply keep encroaching branches off your house, the Fair Oaks Arborist has you covered. They also use spikeless climbing techniques to provide the best service and avoid damaging your trees. Unsure if a tree should be removed? Give Fair Oaks Arborist a call for an assessment. They are tree risk assessment and ISA certified and of course licensed and insured. The owner, Scott, is a great friend of ours, and he's a stand-up guy who will give you an honest quote and deliver exceptional service. Give Fair Oaks Arborist a call for any and all tree-related needs you may have at 916-259-5408. That's 916-259-5408. Or reach out at www.fairoaksarborist.com. We'd like to thank Scott Shaw from the bottom of our hearts for his support of the Rude Dude Pod. And now, back to the show. Hold on. So we're we're not done. We're not going to just slob softballs all day. Uh, we are going to get straight into it. And and I think this is really important for because we probably, there are a lot of people like Justin who aren't full all the way into recovery, aren't necessarily fully alcoholics or not sure if they are, and they might want to do a little better. They don't want to stop completely. So Justin, where are you at with your recovery? What are, what are your goals or, or what are you doing to for your recovery? And, and like, where do you, how's it going? What would you like to do better? And so on and so forth. Like, where are you at with that whole thing? Because I know you kind of struggle a little bit, too. Uh, I mean, in reality, I mean, uh, what alcoholic doesn't want to get sober? You know what I mean? Um, it's something that I obviously struggle getting, like, on board with. I obviously really, really want to quit. But there's there's a sense in that that I know that I don't have the, the, strength, the strength and will to do it without help and I try to white knuckle it too much. So, um, my biggest thing is that I, I obviously need to get a sponsor here soon, if not ASAP. And, you know, I'm just not happy with the way my life is going. And, uh, I got too many opportunities in a family. So, uh, yeah, I've tried it. I've attempted and I failed multiple times on my own weakness. So it's definitely, uh, something that I want to, uh, accomplish and, get to a better living in life and uh, be able to live free from the the bullshit and uh, fear. You know what I mean? 
Well, and you see, you have it modeled that, that life is better, right? Without it, life can be better. Um, and I think one of the things that I picked up on in there, I, I, it, I have no idea. I don't know your life, but what I'm sensing and feeling kind of from what you're saying, the way you're talking is that you are kind of trying to white knuckle it and you are kind of trying to do it by yourself. And, um, that's just really not the way this shit works, right? Like you, you, a sponsor is, is a great one. You know, people say if you don't have a sponsor, then your sponsor is a fucking idiot which means you're trying to sponsor yourself, which is not how this works. You know, if we could do it ourselves, we would have already done it a long time ago, right? And I'm not trying to tr- trying no, to be hard no, on no, you. No, 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 um, no. You're, you're I'm just saying, like, yeah, get you know, get involved in it. your level of involvement. We need a power greater than ourselves. And, and for starters, that's, you know, the people in these rooms. And you don't necessarily have to go to a ton of meetings or seven meetings a week or whatever. But if you can find a sponsor, find that one person besides your brother, because your brother can help you, but he's also kind of close to the situation. And there might be stuff you don't want to talk to him about, so on and so forth. But having, you know, that support network of someone else you can call to and get another opinion is is really important and, you know, one of the things that I think would definitely help you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'd, uh, I mean, I have somebody that I could definitely get a hold of. Um, I've been telling my wife for a couple of weeks now, so I think it's just definitely something I need to do, you know, as soon as possible. The sooner, sooner the better because... Uh, yeah, just definitely not not happy with the way life's going, and uh, nobody wants to live that way, you know. Um, it's it's uh, we'll we'll get there. <laughs> I think I think the question I have for you, and and just because I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the side, and I and I'm kind of privy to what you're saying, and and I hope that you're, this isn't making you uncomfortable, is it? No. Okay. Okay. Um, but I think from everything I've heard from you talking about it is, I don't think. And this is great for the podcast because this is this is actually you have two sober people, Henry and I, talking to somebody who is struggling um, to maintain sobriety. Um, um, I don't think you've surrendered to it. Like when you when you say, "My name is Justin. I'm an alcoholic." I, I I don't know if you if you're saying that with enough conviction or if you fully believe it or not. Um, and I, what I mean by that is you're not willing to put in the work. Um, because you, you'll get there and your ego will step in and a hard day comes up and, and you, and you try to just lean on like what Henry said, if you don't have a sponsor, what, what was that saying? If you don't have a sponsor, then your sponsor is a fucking idiot. That's the greatest fucking thing I've ever heard. That's (laughs) because that's what you're doing. Right. Um, and, and, and I just, I just, I love you so much, uh, Justin, that, um, I, I hope that that day will come for you. Um, where you can just accept it for what it is and 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 just go with what is suggested um, because Henry and I are living proof and there's millions of other people doing it um, and I guess that wasn't really a question but but do you think that you fully surrendered to that do you think that you can you look in the mirror and be like hey I'm an alcoholic and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to to get sober because that's a hard fucking journey and Henry can attest to it um, and it, maybe it's the fear of the unknown is like, like, like what, what, what's holding you back, I guess. What's holding you back? Well, I mean, obviously the fear of the unknown is number one. You don't know what's going to, you know, what's going to go on and having, having to live this, uh, lifestyle for so long. Um, 
it's it's not going to be as easy as a you know it, it should be you know i'm not saying that for somebody who who's drank two years and you know or somebody's drank 17 years or whatever it's a different you know story but everybody has their own their way of going about it um i mean yeah i want <laughs> I, I say I, I, I surrender, but I guess you, the way you say it, it makes me not sound like I do, you know, because I haven't obviously called a sponsor. I haven't stepped up and done the steps that I need to do. Um, so, uh, yeah. It's, you know, one thing, we're, we're transporting ourselves back to these feelings, and one feeling that I'm being transported back to that I'm, I'm guessing Justin can relate to, or if not, this is how I felt in, in the early stages of trying to get clean was like, no, like I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic. Like I can, I can drink once in a while. I want to be like everyone else who can do it a little bit, do it once in a while and just be okay. Like I don't, because that never word is what scares us, right? Never again. You telling me never again. And that's where the phrase just for today comes in. And there's all these phrases, right? Where you're like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear that again. Or for me, I I didn't even realize for a long time what just for today meant. And it's simple, but maybe it's not for, for some people like me. I, I never I just never really thought about it. But just for today means that I only have to not drink for the rest of today. Not the rest of my life. Not that I can't drink at my daughter's wedding or my wedding or blah, 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 blah. I just don't have to drink for the rest of today. And then tomorrow, I'll worry about tomorrow. And the day after that, I'll worry about the day. But but for today, like me, it is 8 p.m. Eastern. And I only have to not drink for about three more, four more hours until I go to bed. Because I'm a lunatic who goes to bed at midnight and wakes up at 6 a.m. Um, I only have to drink for like, not drink for like four more hours and then I will have another day sober. And then tomorrow I get to worry about tomorrow. Um, so that, that never word was what really got me. Um, and wanting to be normal, quote unquote normal. Like my friends can do it. My friends have great jobs. My friends do well. Like, um, so do do you, is that kind of something you can relate to Justin? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, pretty much everything you said there was exact point. Yeah, we don't but. like even right now, I don't want to be an alcoholic. I'd fucking rather not. I'd like to just drink once in a while. But and, the, and this is what Cam's talking about, where where we get into surrender of like, I had to accept I have to accept and I've reminded myself I forget and I reminded myself I'm a fucking alcoholic and I will drink non-stop from sunlight till fucking sunlight again like that's the way i am or or so much so that it becomes unmanageable and that's what we talk about in addiction the quote-unquote normies it doesn't become unmanageable they still keep their job they still you know do everything that a normal working class adult citizen should do they don't get in trouble they don't go to jail they don't drive drunk and break laws um those type of things, but but I do, I do, and what they do is is not my business. What I do is my business, and and when I put that liquor in me, it's no bueno. So that's like what I have to do for myself. But it's hard to accept that for a long time, right, Cam? 
Yeah, dude, and I think you I think you fucking hit it right on the head with that. And I think that's I think that's maybe maybe something that Justin's probably uh seen because ready Justin's never been arrested, right? Justin's never mm. lost a job. Justin has Lack a of consequences yes, keep us ju- yeah. Justin Justin has a wife. Justin has kids. Um Justin is a successful gardener slash farmer. You know what I mean, and I think that I, the premier tomato farmer, dude, of dude, California. He, he knows what he's talking about. He's fantastic, and I'm super proud of him. Um, it's the uh, it's the uh, um, comparison game, right? Um, I think that that's another thing that can hold a lot of people back. Is hey, well, fuck, dude, I can listen to these stories. You could listen to fucking Brandon's stories on mopeds and drones and be like, well, shit, dude, uh, fuck, I can continue drinking or using because I'm not as crazy as yes, that fucking guy. I've never done that. I've never done that. Right. I, I must not be that bad. But everybody's bottom and everybody's story is different. Um, yes. And 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 yeah, dude, you hit it right on the head, dude. The acceptance, the acceptance, and and the and I love what you said when you brought up the word never because if you put up if you bring up the word never. To I'm never going to drink again, dude. It sounds like the scariest fucking thing on the planet, right? It's, Especially it's in the beginning. Mount fucking Rushmore. It, it is, dude. It, 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 dude, it's like you saying I gotta climb fucking Everest with no path. Everest. Naked Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Rushmore go, got the fucking president. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna go. I gotta go hang on George Washington's fucking nose, dude. What are we just, talking just about? Just like old James Cameron and fucking <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> So, 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 but, but dude, when you look at it that way, it's this, it's this impending doom, right? Like, like I'm never going to be able to have fun again. Nothing, 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 nothing. And you have to take it just for today. We don't lean on the times that you successfully were able to binge drink and your wife didn't fucking argue with you. You didn't neglect your kids. Um, We don't get to successfully sit here and go, oh, hey, look, I, I didn't drink for a week and now I'm back on a fucking, you know, two week run. Um, you know, it, 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 it just doesn't work that way. Um, and, 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 it, and taking it one day at a time, like Hen said, is, is the most important part. Um, I think, I think um, this wasn't the mission of this podcast, Justin, by the way. Um, it just kind of... I think uh, this is really cool, though. I think I it's mean, fucking it's pro- really cool, bro. It and I, I might appreciate- be a little rough and uncomfortable for Justin, but I, like, this, is, this is what we're about. Yeah, you're like, doing it, dude. You you doing this, Justin, is actually like 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 my respect for you as your older brother is super high, and I know Henry feels the same exact way, dude. Because it's uncomfortable to sit here and talk about it and to admit it to people who are gonna listen to this that that fucking you know you don't even know or people you do know, um, and and so I all I can say, dude, is I just want the best for you, and I know Henry will support you just as much as I will. When we get off this phone call, um, I know Henry will give you his number if he doesn't already have it. Um, we'll gladly point you in the right direction if it's something that the keyword here you want to do. All right. Um, and Hen, do you have? I something feel to like say? we're on our soapbox here. I want to get um, Justin's reaction. What do you What are you feeling? What's going through your head? Like, what do you think about all this? I mean, dude. I mean, this is something that I think about every day. Hence why I drink, you know, I mean, it's, and there's other things why I drink in which I still haven't figured out yet, you know, um, but that comes with hopefully with sobriety. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's something that I've already pretty much, I've, I've called Cameron multiple times in the past couple of years of like breaking it down, crying of wanting to get sober. And then I, I think I'm ready. And then I go, you know, whatever, a fucking week or four days or whatever pity fucking shit I try. And then, 
you know, I get right back into it to where I think, oh, I'll just maybe drink a tall can today. And that's like before Cameron even said the whole comparison thing, I was trying to stop and pull the mic away from him because that's exactly what I was actually going to say was I have a big comparison thing to where, well, if I'm only drinking, you know, say three tall cans a day when I get home from work, then fuck, what's what's that? I'm not getting up. I'm going. I'm working a fucking eight hour day. I'm not. I'm not consuming alcohol throughout that whole day. I'm not getting up and drinking like that's it's not an issue for me. But then I look back, I'm like, well, fuck, then I've I've but I've also drank the past seven months every day of the week. You know what I mean? Even if it's just a couple of beers or say if it's whatever, whatever I'm consuming at the time. And that's what kind of gets me is, that, you know, that I mentally get in my head and then get depressed about that, that I don't have the 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 mental strength and know how to say no, you know. And it's been getting weaker and weaker the past, I feel like, couple of years. Mainly this year has been, I feel like, the roughest on the, the, the fuck it in the back of my head that just keeps saying what he wants to say, you know, um, to where even if I decide in the morning, it'll be maybe even like till like 2 o'clock, I get off at 3, and it'll be like, hey, we're not drinking today, and it's a solid know-how of I'm not drinking today. And then, of course, I'll get to that last liquor store before I get home, and it's like, well, fuck, I'm naturally turning into it, and then that fuck it is already in my head and then that whole thought of not drinking today is pretty much gone you know um and then obviously after the first sip it's fucking neurons firing and then you don't even think about that even thought of not drinking during the day and then yeah and then you wake up and then fucking you pretty much repeat the bullshit and then a month's by and then two years by and you know it's it catches up and it makes time fly and then it makes me not be able to do all the successful things that i have going on with my life and that's what drives me to drink more. So getting sober would be the only the better thing for me, for sure. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, man, I can tell you so many things in that. I can tell you that uh, my throat is trying to recover from this sneeze. What just happened? <laughs> I can tell you that... Um, my truck has also turned itself involuntarily into the liquor store. Straight up. And let me set the stage for my West Virginians. We have about three places in all of Morgantown that can sell liquor. In California, there are three places on every block. You pass a liquor store no matter where you go in Sacramento. And actual liquor, not just beer. Um, so that's definitely tough. And I've, I've, dude, I've experienced that. Um, of like not today, not today, not ooh, there's a liquor store. And I, I've I've played these I played these stupid fucking games where I'm somewhere else and I'm like, I'm not going to unless I pass a store. Oh, there's a store and God wants me to drink. <laughs> like <laughs> like I wish I was that was a joke, but it's fucking not. Um but this is where too, like we talk about similarities instead of differences. So not like I've never um broken into my dad's office and brought paint and caulking with me and took the baseboard off and then put it back and painted and caulked it. But I have felt the same exact thing where, where my truck just magically pulled itself into the liquor store. And, um, and then the other thing is like, uh, that, that I, we talk about too, is like, does it create unmanageability, you know? And, and if it, if it wasn't creating some sort of unmanageability in your life, then you then you wouldn't w probably want to have this feeling that you want to stop. So 
do you, you apparently you do feel some you know it causes some type of unmanageability like you know anxiety feeling like shit not doing your best at work so on and so forth right yeah 100 percent. yeah it's, if it's not at work if it's definitely on the farm like and being like around the kids and just being around for everybody i feel like it's just like we all say it's it's super super uh selfish you know when we drink we just become super selfish it's just me 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 so i don't notice i don't see from the outside in uh so and there's a lot yeah there's just a lot of things that i that i see later when i'm sober in the morning i'll come and like fuck i'll get mad that i didn't do what i came home decided i wanted to do and then obviously the the buzz kicked in and then um, and then my ADHD, not to blame the ADHD, but the, the buzz takes over, then you're fucking doing 10 different other things that weren't even supposed to, you know, or you're just not doing any of the shit. And it, it, it drives me mad because, like I said, I have so many opportunities uh, to go for me in life, and I, I tend to kind of just half-ass everything recently with my drinking because of it, you know. It, it makes me not want to actually stay forth within it shows, and it, it drives me fucking insane, so... It's definitely that's I I like I said getting sober would be the better thing for me and then I could actually get a grip with life and actually start uh, living the life of a thirty two year old with two kids and you know a fucking job and just trying to get by without drinking every day. Yeah, dude the uh, the uh, the struggle, the struggle. And, Dude, and I, I can't express how beautiful this is, though. Can you imagine how many people that are listening to this that are like, that feel the same fucking way and absolutely. maybe didn't think they have a problem or maybe think they do or maybe just fucking realize it as they listen? Like, I want to thank you again, Justin, because this is very brave and it's very raw and honest. And this is like, I think this is fucking amazing right now dude and i think this is exactly what we want this podcast to be and dude i cannot thank you enough or tell you how fucking cool it is for you to come on here and be honest and raw with us like this is this is dope and you're you're probably helping people whether you realize it or not you're helping someone right now so this is fucking sick, dude. Honestly. Yeah, no, dude. This is really fucking cool, dude. Because it, because it's the 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 stories that we tell on here is the stories of here's how it was, and then here I am now, right? Well, this is this is um, not only my younger brother, so I have like you know an emotional connection to him, and 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 and, and so do you, Henry, right? Like you have a relationship with Justin. Um, of it's, course. It's like it's like uh, you know to hear to hear the struggles, right? To hear the struggles and, and you can go back and forth and justify it. The, uh, the one thing, one more thing I wanted to say and then we'll wrap up. Um, I love the, uh, I'm not going to drink today. Um, how many times I used to tell myself that, um, I'm not going to drink today. And, and then I, I, I was drunk every day. So, um, I, 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 I used to love that. Um, but yeah, like Henry said, dude, um, Justin, I love you very much. Um, I know that my previous behaviors in the past when I was drinking, you probably didn't feel that way. Um, but I'm very proud of you regardless of your struggles right now. Um, and what I hope and pray for is that you sitting here down and being brave and talking about your struggles with Henry and I, um, will hopefully maybe be a part of that final push for you to turn into who you were always meant to be. 
Um, and, and that's a person like, like, like Henry and I, right? It's not all sunshine and fucking rainbows. I'm still a walking, talking fucking anxiety meat sack, right? I still have fucking <laughs> all kinds of fucking problems, right? But those things are a hundred percent more manageable, um, without fucking pulling into the liquor store every day. Um, and it, it, do, it, it doesn't sound like that would be manageable, but it is. Um, but you just got to put in the work. Um, but I, like I said, I love you very much and thank you for being so brave, dude. Um, and, uh, regardless of what you do, um, my love for you will never change. Um, and I want you to know that. So this will be on the podcast forever. So in case I die in a car accident tomorrow, you can listen back and and cry about it or something. Um, Henry, do you want to say anything? (laughs) Well, um, I, dude, here's the coolest thing about this. And you and I have both 100% experienced this. And now Justin is too. There is a level of accountability that we get from the podcast. So now the Rude Gang will be wondering about Justin's journey. And Justin will know that he put it in the ethos. And, uh, dude, I'm not kidding at all. Like, uh, you're laughing because you, you know I'm right. Yeah. Like, this is a thing now, dude. We, we've uh, we've put it out there. And not not to, like put any like weird pressure on you but you you'll feel it and it and it's cool it's like a really cool fucking effect um i had something with the um i had something with the uh um making amends episode with my girlfriend of how uh, i needed to do better on something that we talked about and i was like wow this fucking sucks i i, I quit the podcast but it's it's cool <laughs> like it's it's really cool and and it makes us it makes us have to be the people that we say we are and the people that we want to be. And, and like, that's a pretty fucking cool thing. And again, man, I cannot thank you enough for your honesty and bravery. Hey, well, I look, I look forward to the, the, the future and possibly coming on on another podcast and hopefully it'll be, Hey, I'm coming back with, you know, 80 days sober or whatever, you know, um, that would, it uh, will be. It will be. Yeah, exactly. Right. Got to be fucking better with my words. Um, but hey, it was. It was. Yeah, it was super rad being on here with you guys. Thanks. It was. Um, yeah, being being able to kind of be truthful to not just you guys but to other people. I kind of. It, it helps me too because I know there's a. I I I know there's so many alcoholics out there, especially a lot of hardcore alcoholics. But I feel like there's so many more of. I would say like not to compare, but definitely like how my life of drinking is where you don't think it's out of hand because you're not drinking a fifth of vodka in the morning and and going and doing and not working and you know doing that i feel like the people kind of with my stories are similar where you don't think you're too bad it's those numbers i feel like are very high and they kind of get shoved under the rug as just semi-normies but they're not so um yeah not to get too deep so uh, yeah i appreciate it i i know a few of them um (laughs) Anyways, yeah, dude. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. No, because I think this is important, though, because there's a stigma around meth or heroin that it's this dirty, crazy, you know what I mean? But there's, you know, alcohol is legal. Everyone drinks it. It's not a big deal. So it's a lot easier for people to think, um, oh, yeah, I'm not, you know, it's not really. I just I just drink it, you know, have a couple beers every night and. And we're not condemning all people who drink by any means, but like Justin said, I think there are a lot more people who have a bit more of a problem than they realize. 
Yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And then, and then hopefully this episode can open some eyes, right? Where you can have some self-reflection and be like, well, fuck, dude. I listened to that episode with, with Justin, and, and you know what, dude? My shit is a little out of control. I thought it was normal, but it was just normal to me. Right, like this isn't fucking. This isn't healthy. This isn't like like I I have a I have a fucking problem. I'm, I've been I'm not blacked out every day, but I I have you know a six pack every night. Like like that that's a fucking problem, right? Like that's a fucking issue, um, in my eyes at least. Um, but what the fuck was I gonna say? I was gonna say something, and now it's and now it's passed me by. Um, I'm gonna say something. Don't think that just because. I have a 65-inch TV in my man cave slash pod studio with an articulating arm that I turned the game on and pointed it at me because I would never fucking do that <laughs> mid-podcast. I knew it, dude. I was looking at the clock. I was like, I know this motherfucker. He's either got it on the phone or he's got something going on. Um, but yeah, dude, I think, I think this has been fucking fantastic. Um, Justin, I can't thank you enough. Um, Hen... Is there um, anything we need to address before I give him the spiel? Um, I, 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 no, I think if we got any housekeeping, I think this episode was great. Um, I don't think we need to uh, tarnish it or change anything or add anything. I think if we have any kind of housekeeping stuff, we can, we can do it next week. Yeah, I agree. Unless yeah. there's something I'm missing. No, 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 no. I think, I think, I think that's it, man. And, um, I think it's been very fucking cool. Um, this is this is probably and 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 Henry's right about this, Justin. There is an effect when once you put something on the pod, um, it 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 like it latches to your soul and you then feel compelled to to do it. Like like it, it's crazy. So so I won't be surprised to have you back on here saying, "Hey, I have three months sobriety." Um, so and there's I, at least like three people who are listening who are like, <laughs> "Son of a bitch, I'm an alcoholic." Yeah, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Right, um, right. So I'll give them our we spiel. We welcome you, brothers and sisters. Come to the side. Um, I'll give them our spiel. Uh, give us a follow hey, on Hey, thanks, sp- Justin. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate it, Henry, Cameron. I love you both. Uh, it's been phenomenal. I'm glad to get some emotions out. And uh, Feels good, right? Yeah, it feels great, dude. You know, just Yeah, this is a meeting, man. Thanks yeah. for coming to a meeting with us. We yeah, love exactly. you. Well, I appreciate it and love you guys. All right, now I can I give my fucking spiel, bud. Um, <laughs> give us a follow on Spotify. Um, five no. stars would be sweet. Um, a like and a share would be even better. Share this shit. Like it and share it. Don't do that to me, bro. I can't handle it. Uh, we are <laughs> now because I know you don't want me to. It makes me want to do it. So I know, bad. dude. You and Justin are exactly the same with your little bro. fucking squirrel brains. I want to be dude. a naughty boy. You are a fucking <laughs> naughty boy. A big beefy one, dude. I didn't hear you wheezing Ooh, over daddy. there today, so that's a win. Um, but I turned away. I was still. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh give we are on Apple, um Samsung Music and uh Amazon Music. A like and a share and a follow. Five stars would be great. Uh, write a review. Tell us that we're awesome. If you're not gonna tell us that we're awesome, don't write a review. Um, <laughs> um we have merch that will be in the show notes. Um, go buy some stuff. Um, Henry will be at Healing Appalachia, so all these uh, West Virginia yeah, listeners, yeah, 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 yeah. if you guys are out there, go holler at him. Buy a Rude Dude sticker. Slap it on somebody's car without them knowing. Um, you know, promote the pod. <laughs> It'll be sweet. Um, with that being said, um, I love you, Justin. Love you, too. I love you, Hen.
I love you, Justin and Cam. And remember, be yourself and fuck what they think. Ha-ha! <laughs> Later, dude. Go 49ers. Morning MC with the music and miracle. I'm a puppy then, boy. The lyrics are right. Oh, no.